Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's Chad and Evan Daily with material from Chad and Evan's live show on 104.9 The Wolf. Elon Musk, the billionaire and perhaps evil genius, has confirmed that the first neural implant for Neuralink has been successfully implanted into a human, and that person is recovering well. So the hope is that this microchip will be in their brain and help them through daily life. Would you want to be the first person to get, like, no, you don't want to be the first person to get Neuralink. Okay, sure. All right, you may be, you may go down in history as one of the, you know, as the first person to get it. But but really, do you, do you want the first version of anything when it comes to technology? There's always glitches. I mean, that's a tough recall, right? You can't just take that back in. I'm assuming that they won't just give you a refund. It's like underwear, you know, once it's been worn. It, 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 it no refunds. It seems strange to me that, that just somebody would allow this to happen. I mean, fine. If you want to get it done, that's great. But here's the thing. As, as a society, can we all just not do this? Can we just skip this one out when it comes to technology, please? Because here's the thing. If it works, if it works and it becomes a thing, then everyone who doesn't get it will be at a disadvantage. And I, I don't know about you guys, but I really don't feel like having a, a, a drill go into my skull. That's not really a high up on my list of to-do things, you know? So if we could all just stay away from putting microchips into our brain as a society, I know that seems tough. And also something to remember, the same guy who bought Twitter, a very valuable social media company, and turned it into X, a company where we still don't even know what to call a tweet or an X, whatever... You're going to give that guy access to your brain? Chad and Evan Daly. The McRib is back. That's right. The McDonald's McRib is back today for a limited time across Canada. And if you don't know what the McRib is, it's dreamy. It's been 10 years. 10 years since the McRib was in Canada. It's got a beautiful bun. It's got the onions. It's got the pickles. It's got the saucy rib. All bunched together in one beautiful unit. Now, can you have just one? No. No, you cannot. I guarantee you, you will have multiple. So I want to warn you, before you dive into the McRib, know this. It's here for a limited time. So this is much like that summer fling you had. Remember when you told each other, Listen, this isn't serious. This is just us hooking up for a limited time, all right? Then we're going to go our separate ways. Do not fall in love. Do not fall in love. That's not what this is. This is not 
a love affair. Okay, this is not going to be long-lasting. This is a fling. This is 100% lust. You can lust the McRib, but do not fall in love because it will just break your heart. Chad and Evan Daily. I'm Chad, and uh, I'm not sure if you've seen the hubbub about Saturday Night Live this weekend. First off, really strange. At the end of the show, you know how they have the everybody, you know, line up the cast, and then they have the special guest host come out and the musical guest, and they all say, good night, everybody, and then they play the music and they all hug, that kind of thing. At the end of Saturday Night Live this weekend, there was somebody standing up there without really any reason to be there. Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Chappelle is standing up on stage and nobody really knows why he was there. <laughs> Maybe he was just hanging out and they're like, hey, you mind just jumping up on stage? I don't know. But now everybody is saying that there was a rift because a couple of the cast members of Saturday Night Live were on the far side of the stage and they could be seen saying, why is Dave Chappelle here? Now, there's rumors that when Dave Chappelle hosted the show, these uh, certain cast members stayed away from it because of his controversial com- uh, comments on uh, transgender people, things like that, okay? Now, Dave Chappelle says some very controversial things. Very controversial things. But Dave Chappelle is also a stand-up comedian. And you know my opinion about what stand-up comedians should and shouldn't be able to say. They should be able to say everything. Because that's the point of a stand-up comedian. They are there to make fun of everything. Nothing is safe. And in my mind, I've always had that mindset. Nothing is safe from a joke. And it shouldn't be. Everything, and I mean literally everything in life, should be able to be laughed at at some point. Maybe not immediately, but at some point, it should be able to be laughed at. Because if you can't, you're taking life way too seriously. Dave Chappelle standing up there, big deal. I mean, I'm sorry if one of the greatest stand-up comedians of all time happens to be popping in on one of the greatest comedy shows of all time. It makes sense. I'm telling you, man, if people don't stop taking themselves so seriously, that's what this is. It's just... Everything, everything should be able to be laughed at. And we need to take this seriously. Chad and Evan Daly. I know you're tired of hearing about Taylor Swift in the NFL. But let's talk about Taylor Swift in the NFL. (laughs) Did you know that the equivalent brand value Taylor Swift has generated for the NFL and the Chiefs is estimated to be around $331 million dollars so the amount of attention taylor swift has garnered for the nfl via print digital radio tv highlights social media since she went to her first game in september is estimated to be around 331 million dollars and now that the chiefs are going to the super bowl even the airlines are jumping on board with this because they're trying to distract you from their doors falling off midair. <laughs> they are offering flights from Kansas City to Las Vegas to go see their coveted Chiefs. The flight number? 1989. That's right, the title of Taylor Swift's re recorded album. Mm hmm. Oh, by the way, uh, your flight home will be flight number 87. 
which happens to be Travis Kelsey's number. <sighs> you know, that this break and, and flying on a plane have a lot in common. Uh, one of them being, I'm going to need a barf bag. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Chad and Evan Daily. This story is mind-blowing. So 16 unopened wax boxes of Opeachy hockey cards dating back to the late 70s, early 80s has been found in a basement in Regina. It's currently being auctioned off for $16 million, and they call this the holy grail find of hockey cards. Why? Because the statistical probability of seeing some Wayne Gretzky rookie cards in there are very good. They say there could be as many as 20, 2-0 Wayne Gretzky rookie cards in this collection. The auction goes throughout February, so this will go for multiple millions of dollars. Whoever found this, my new best friend, where are you? Let's go for drinks. You're buying, by the way. 20 Wayne Gretzky rookie cards. Now, to give you an idea as to how crazy valuable they are, one sold for $3.5 million. One. There could be as many as 20 in this collection. Now, keeping in mind, I'm assuming they're in great condition if they're still boxed and packed. I mean, they haven't even been opened yet. Imagine opening these things. Oh. The anticipation? But with more Wayne Gretzky rookie cards being in circulation after this, you got to wonder if maybe their value will go down. I mean, not for you. You, you. Listen, you bought this. Say you even get $2 million a card. Pfft. You're probably still laughing. But somebody paid $3.5 million for a Wayne Gretzky rookie card, not knowing that there were this many potentially available out there. Burn. Burn. But I'm guessing anybody that can... Spend $3.5 million on a piece of cardboard? Probably not too worried about the loss. Chad and Evan Daly. So with this rare collection of hockey cards found in a Regina basement, now auctioning online and worth over $1 million, that's where the bid is at. I've asked you, what is the one item in your house that you show off? You know, maybe it's like, maybe it's up on the mantle or... Or maybe you have it hung up on the wall. Or or when 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 new company comes over, you have to show it to them. You, you got to be like, hey, look, look, look what I have. It's okay to have a show-off item. All right? Uh, Justin says, if I went into someone's home and they immediately showed me their Wayne Gretzky rookie card, I would wonder if they were stuck at the age of eight and then probably want to leave. That's fair enough, Justin, but they're also wealthy. Because if they have that, that's that's... It's a Wayne Gretzky rookie card. Andrea says she has the actual Madame Tussauds Wax Museum Carol O'Connor head. What? 
How do you find that? You know, Carol O'Connor, Archie Bunker. Where do you get something like that, Andrea? Lots of autographed items. Uh, a few people with Billy Talent autographed guitars on here. Christopher says an autographed Paul McCartney album. Oh, that's sweet. That's a great one. Uh, Chrissa, a Cabbage Patch doll still in the box from the 80s. <sighs> what? Brian, my 85-inch TV. Yeah. And Kevin just says, oh, you know. I think that's alluding to his penis size. Chad and Evan Daily. I could potentially make you feel old right now. Did you know in December, this past December, the video game Doom, D-O-O-M, turned 30. Doom. Doom was like my introduction to gory video games, right? I think it was Doom first, and then Mortal Kombat came after that, where everybody's like, whoa, is that blood? Are they showing blood? Now it's commonplace. But back then, Doom was a scary game to play because the monsters came out of nowhere. It was a first-person shooter. There was also Wolfenstein. That was another one, right? I know I'm getting a little nerdy here, but Doom was one of those games where you'd sneak over to your buddy's place, right? For In my instance, it was my, my buddy Skyler, so I'd go over to his place, We'd go into the computer room and we'd play it, hoping that the parents didn't see us play, you know, because it was super violent. Oh, you couldn't be seen playing Doom. And now, video games like you play Call of Duty and you look back at the original Doom, again, 30 years old, and you say, wow, have we evolved? I mean, Call of Duty now is crazy compared to what Doom was 30 years ago. Doom. Kids. Well, not kids. Well, I mean, you know what? It's so laughable now, your kids could probably play it. Chad and Evan Daly. It was 87 years ago that one of the greatest mysteries took place. Amelia Earhart's plane went missing. Now, people have had an idea as to where it could be for many, many years. But just this past September, Deep Sea Vision, which is a South Carolina-based team, started sonaring the ocean floor in the Pacific, and they believe they've found something that, quote, appears to be Earhart's Lockheed 10E Electra aircraft. Yeah. They may have found Amelia Earhart's plane. What a crazy time to be alive, right? Isn't that nutty? So, I, I just like saying nutty lately, I guess. I'm talking like everybody's grandfather. Which makes sense when I talk about Amelia Earhart. The story is old. But nonetheless, they potentially have found it. Now, they haven't confirmed it. But it looks like they found it less than 100 miles from ha the Howland Island is what it's called. Which was actually supposed to be where Earhart stopped to get some fuel for her trek. So it would make sense that her aircraft would be around there. So yes, that's right. They may have done the impossible and found Amelia Earhart's plane. And you still can't find your Apple TV remote in your couch. Thanks for tuning in to Chad and Evan Daily. New episodes every weekday on your favorite podcast app and full audio available at thewolfrocks.com. Don't miss Wolf Mornings with Chad and Evan. Weekdays from 6 to 10 on Regina's Rock Station, 104.9 The Wolf.